Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This edition of How to Be a CEO is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. This is Home Run Derby X being held in Trafalgar Square and it's where Major League Baseball is making a huge statement. They're taking over the centre of the capital, they're bringing over huge names, the Boston Red Sox, the New York Yankees, the Chicago Cubs, the St. Louis Cardinals. It's a really big event, there's loads of people here, but is this the sort of thing that can ignite a fever that takes over the country? in the heart of London, Trafalgar Square, putting on a home run derby? I mean, what? It's absolutely mind-blowing. Now, if you're a baseball fan, you'll have instantly recognised Nick Swisher there. He's a full-on sporting hero, a World Series-winning New York Yankees legend, a power-hitting all-star who smashed 245 home runs out of the park in an 11-year career. But you probably didn't. This is MLB's big problem. It's trying to break into the UK with a game that, frankly, not that many people here know about. Not even the names of its biggest stars. And it's down to Ben Ladkin, who used to work for Arsenal Football Club and is now MD of MLB Europe, to change that. I'm really bad at baseball. Um, <laughs> I, I came to it far too late. I was uh, applying for the job, uh, or sort of in conversations with the job, when the 19, 2019 series was on. And I distinctly remember sitting there in the stands, watching it, going, these guys have done an absolutely amazing job. I'm not quite sure <laughs> I can kind of follow this. <laughs> I'm David Marsden from the Evening Standard. This is unusual. Normally, we're talking about UK companies trying to break the US. This time, it's the other way around. You might be surprised to learn how hard it is to do. But let's start with how to make a statement. And that festival of baseball they put on in London when the US took over Trafalgar Square. We came into that with a couple of objectives. The main one being to just try and give people who hadn't experienced baseball a bit of a flavour of baseball. Yeah. Um, so we had this amazing opportunity at London Stadium where all of our fans were coming and you can see the full game and have that full experience. But we need to be building up a fan base. And so what the Trafalgar Square event gave us the opportunity to do was give people a sort of taster of that. So. Mm. We had all of the baseball food, all of the drink, 
entertainment. Uh, we had the games on, but then on the on the what we were able to do on the Friday night was also just create a sort of launch moment for the whole weekend with the Home Run Derby X, the cage competition with MLB legends taking part, where, again, we, we brought some of the fan community along there. We made it into that just sort of celebration of, of, of baseball. And that felt like it kicked the weekend off in, a, in an amazing way. Is that... There's a couple of things I thought were really interesting what you said there. The, the idea of, I guess, it's not just selling baseball itself but the culture around it you had the stadium food there for example lots of big music it was very much a big american event in the heart of london wasn't it is that what i guess is how you're using people to attract people to look at the sport uh, yeah absolutely and i think baseball has a whole range of routes into it so so people become fans for lots of different mm-hmm. reasons and what we've spent quite a lot of time thinking about is what those routes are and how we can maximize those and also get people in and I think the culture around the games is a is a fantastic way to to do that you do have that just amazing sort of amount of entertainment that goes with the game you have all of that food all of the, the sort of fashion all of the, the sort of merch as, as well that gets people really excited and is a way into the sport Ultimately, we do want people to start to follow the sport, to take it seriously, to watch games, to know who's won the World Series. But we need to find accessible routes into that. Yeah, the merch is is an icon of baseball, isn't it? It's one of the things that people will recognise. There are plenty of people going around London right now who are wearing Yankees caps, Boston Red Sox baseball caps, who maybe have never seen a game of baseball in their lives. But is that something that you can kind of latch onto an icon and go... Do you know there's a story behind this? Yeah, 100%. And we need to use all of those sort of opportunities that we, we have. So what we have with, with Major League Baseball is we have a whole, we have 30 teams that have, that really represent a lot of these most sort of exciting cities in the, in, in the States with a whole raft of history and a whole sort of raft of culture that we can, we can play off to just sort of get people interested in what's going on and get people sort of to, to start to, to follow the sport. But how do you make them do that journey then so you've got them you've got someone who's maybe bought a baseball cap and then they've popped along to Trafalgar Square that little event that was going on there this is all really exciting how do you then get them to go right go to a game it's yeah it's a difficult question <laughs> and, and, and it's one again that we spend a lot of our time talking about that's but like your entire job description. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, if, I, if it was a, if it was an easy one we'd, we'd have done it I mean I think it's by providing a whole raft of, of touch points and making sure that those touch points feel relevant for those those people. So one of the things that we've spent a lot of time on is on our sort of social media strategy and our content mm. strategy and to make sure that if someone has their interest peaked by buying a Yankees cap or coming along to Trafalgar Square, they then look online and can find something that isn't a million miles away from that experience but starts right. to get them into that journey. So there is a in, in the States, baseball is obviously the biggest the sort of national pastime it's, it's a it's a massive sport over there over here it is is a lot less so and so we need to provide entry points where it's easy to understand what's going on it gives you a sort of digested feel around this sport about what to look out for what to what to follow and for it to be entertaining i think sort of one of the things that if you came along to trafalgar square hopefully you'd have gone well this is fun this yeah. is fun it's entertaining people are just enjoying it and so we need to make sure in the content that we do or in the participation pieces that we do we're also just making sure people have a very similar experience that it's 
there's there's fun involved. It's it's uh, it's charming to a certain extent that we we play off these sort of values that that, that we have that maybe distinguish our, ourselves again from some of the other sports sports that are out there. How constant does that messaging have to be? I mean, are you pushing it out all the time and targeting the people that that, that you've met, or does it become overwhelming for people at certain points? So we we very much focus a lot around the games and bringing yeah. teams across. So we have an opportunity this year. We've got it in 24 and again in London in 26 where the two Major League Baseball teams come across from the States and it is a massive occasion and what we try and do is use that sort of tentpole event to, to drive that kind of mass interest but I think what we're in a really good position now is that we have the teams over here that can start to take advantage of that on a sort of day-to-day basis so in terms of our content team they're putting out day sort of um, content all of the time we have kind of participation programs that run all, all summer we'll be doing activations around postseason we're working with our broadcasters both BT Sport and BBC around how we can really take the interest from each of the London series that, that, that creates that mass moment and build on it so that we have the audience for the next time, but also sort of, yeah, baseball, baseball fans sort of a year round. Those broadcasters must be pretty key. I mean, were those easy conversations to have with the BBC and BT? Hey, here's baseball, put it on in Britain. Did it's, they go, it, yes, or did they yeah, go, oh, no, kind, no, I mean, kind of, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think actually we've spent a lot of time with both, but um, with the BBC maybe in, in particular over the last year or so, they've given us the opportunity to reach a really mass audience. So the mm. BT Sport do an incredible job for our fans and people can regularly watch watch baseball on those on those platforms. I think with, with BBC, there's obviously a lot less, so we did a game before the London series we're doing the London series and we're hoping to do a couple more this year so it gives us just more individual opportunities to reach a new audience so actually what we we've done is work with them on a kind of production and a and a team a presenting team which allow again gives people a really natural entry into the sport so we had a guy called Felix White who's involved in the Tailenders podcast Mm -hmm. massive cricket fan but also whilst he was out touring with his band became a big baseball fan Mm -hmm. and so actually we followed he he was able to do uh, commentary on a Red Sox Yankees game last year with the BBC and then did the games this year at the London series working with Melanie Newman and Xavier Scruggs and it's really lovely. It almost felt like a podcast, actually. Some of that, some <laughs> yeah. some of that production, just because it was a conversation between two people who are absolute experts in the sports, but were welcoming Felix in, who was able to ask the questions that some of our audience were were asking. So yeah, I that's, watched. That's, that's really yeah, really key for us. I watched that game and I spotted that in the commentary. It was a way of introducing because baseball, while essentially. A simple game has a huge amount of rules, doesn't it? It can get really complicated, so you need people to kind of hold the public's hands. It's okay, we can explain this. It's an amazingly rich sport in some ways, and and that can scare people off. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be, you can look at it and go, well, this is overly complicated. It's As you say, it's not actually, it's a very simple game. You you hit the ball as hard as you can, you run around the bases. but for someone who's getting into the sport, certainly sort of, I know when I was growing up and sort of getting into various various different different sports, that ability to deep dive into stuff then becomes really appealing. So yeah. actually we can have fans who sit there at 2 a.m. in the morning, watch their team, know all of the stats, have that real sort of in-depth passion about it. But also you can have that fan who dips in, who comes in, who watches a bit of it, 
but just needs a little bit of help to understand some of those those, those basic pieces so that actually he's on that that they're on that journey yeah. of, of becoming a fan they can take that as deep as, as as they want to yeah i mean when i've been to baseball games i'm by no means any expert on a baseball game but it's a very different atmosphere to something like a, a football match because you can you can watch what's going on that pitch and if you're an expert every single second has some kind of strategic movement in it. You just watch those outfielders and go, okay, I know what they're going to be doing. But you can just kind of talk to your mate. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's, that's one of the things that sort of we, the, the nicest way to experience baseball is summer's afternoon yeah. with a good friend, sort of with some, some sport in front of you that, that, that sort of just makes that afternoon sort of go, 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 go nicely. But um, I think you're absolutely right within that sport. You do have, it is an elite sport that's taking place. So you have a, the, these battles between the pitcher and the batter where, I mean, the ball's being thrown up between sort of somewhere between 90 and 100 miles an hour. Yeah. There's a huge amount of tactics. There's a huge amount of thought that's going into every moment. But as a fan, you can get as close to that or as far as you want that you can kind of watch there and then and then you get these great moments sort of uh, the the sort of the the home runs and the, mm-hmm. the, the the crucial outs and things which do always have that great sporting moment but it's sort of yeah it is a it's it's a lovely sport to, that can rustle along with some amazing moments sort of of, of of tension as it as it builds up yeah no matter what you're doing when you're watching a baseball match if you're talking to your mate if you're eating a hot dog when you hear a baseball bat hit a baseball you know that's a home run it's a different kind of sound isn't it and then everybody turns and it's oh and is it gonna is it gonna go out is it gonna go foul it could be really exciting can't it oh absolutely and then and, and especially what we've seen this season with some of the slight rule changes as well mm. is just trying to maximize the amount of sort of on-field action as well so sort of those those double plays and and, and the sort of infield balls where it's not a home run but actually it creates a, an amazing moment of a guy sliding into base trying to beat the the throw that's coming in you get those 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 are amazing moments that we want to that we want to show sort of in our content we'll 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 hero and trying to build up and just make sure sort of educate those fans as they come in that this is what you're looking for this is the this is the bit that really gets you off your off your seat yeah those real changes in the u.s i mean the b- baseball is massive it is the national pastime but there are people who think that it's struggling to gain audiences so there have been real changes to speed up the game to bring people back to the game i mean if, if something's not in trouble but struggling a bit in the States, is it the right time to sell it to the UK? Well, actually, I mean, I, I think there's a real momentum at the moment mm. with baseball in the States with these changes and the sort of the, the, the fact that we are increasing the on-field action, the fact that we're bringing some of those game times just down a bit. And actually what those, those rules are doing is not making it a very different sport. It's actually taking it back a little bit to how it was played a few years ago where the game times were quicker where people yeah. did get this, this stuff so it's, it's really just sort of tweaks that are making sure that um, games that, that, that start at a certain point also finish at a certain point so your kids can watch them and, and, and stuff <laughs> like that it becomes a lot more accessible so I think actually we're it, it feels like it, we're in a really good moment in this country for baseball in that we had those slight tweaks to the rules and the sort of that, that momentum coming into the season. We also had the WBC and the, the GB team um, competing out in that at the, at the start of the season, yeah. which was which was amazing. They now won a game, so they qualified for the tournament in 26. And then we had the London series and know that we're coming back next year as well. So it feels like we're in a real moment of momentum, actually, for the sport. OK, I'm going to practice my batting for a bit, but while I'm doing that, here are some ads. Why not hit your follow button so you never miss an episode of How to Be a CEO? Hold up. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. So the sheer number of games that take place in a baseball season, because, I mean, these teams are playing almost every night. <laughs> it's not like going to see football at the weekend. This is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. There's a lot of games. And also there's a time difference as well. Some of these are really late. The World Series can start at one in the morning in the UK. How do you tackle that? Because that's like an endemic problem. You can't make... You know the team in LA play at a different time just for the UK. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's two very different kind of pieces there. I think the time difference is a challenge. There are enough games that you can watch on a Sunday evening or on a Friday evening. There'll be they are there are sort of day games in the on the East Coast are actually fairly convenient to watch um, prime time over over here. So there are opportunities uh, opportunities to watch, and we need to do a good job of pointing those out and getting getting people sort of in those routines that on. On a Sunday night, yeah. there'll always be a game on. You can you can you can tune into that. So I think that's what we do. But also the the amount of games and the the fact that they're being played overnight just also gives us a bit of an opportunity. So as people wake up in the morning, if you're a baseball fan, you'll have something to watch. There'll be a, there'll be highlights of that game. You can find out. You can catch up. There'll be a whole raft of stuff that you can you can see over your, your sort of mm-hmm. cereal in the in the morning. So we need to be cogent of of those differences and try and actually create watching patterns or behaviors that uh, that, that respond respond to that and we're not alone in the, the time difference piece i mean the nba nfl also yeah. have, have have those same issues nfl's been very successful here in london have you looked at them i mean you probably don't want to admit it but have you have you, have you 
taken a few ideas. Well, I mean, it, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no secret they've sort of been here. They've been doing this for a long time yeah. and sort of have been having games over here regularly for over 10 years now. And certainly what we're looking to do with bringing teams back regularly echoes what they've done. And, and it's a, a sort of similar idea that we're able to get people into what, what was a football stadium as a ballpark for our weekend on a regular basis that is definitely going to going to build the fan base but there are also differences with us within our sports and so yeah you, you look at what other people do try and take sort of inspiration from the best ideas but also always have an eye on what's what's unique about uh what, what we're trying to to, to sort of uh, create fandom in what is unique what's the difference between nfl and MLB what, what would you say I mean they're two very very different games aren't yeah, they I mean yeah. the, 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 the NFL um, is uh, yeah uh, is, a, is a I mean one of the nice things about the, the US sports is that they tessellate quite nicely across the year so the, the NFL has that <laughs> that sort of winter autumn yeah. winter winter piece um, you've got one game every, every every week kind of I think there's a different feel to baseball it's, mm. it's sort of uh, it's a summer sport there's definitely similarities with cricket in terms of how you can deep dive into the sport and get a real sort of understanding of the flow of those, those games so in a similar way that you might have a test match which ebbs and flows and we've seen a couple of incredible ones so far this yeah, summer just recently yeah um, <laughs> with baseball you'll have those series so a team teams will play each other over two three four nights yeah. and again you'll get that similar ebb and flow so there's there's definitely things that we can dial into in baseball that we that we need to to make it appealing to to, to all of our fans so you've got all of these eyes on you again you had a really successful event in london you had the game cups and the cardinals people are looking at baseball but you had this before back in 2019 when you first started and then of course the pandemic hit did did that stop everything did that bring everything to a a sudden close for mlb it was certainly a challenge over here so we obviously we had the cubs and the cardinals ready to come across in 2020 and uh, had to had to cancel that which was a a massive shame and did did stop that momentum you can't kind of deny that looking on the positive side what it enabled us to do was to take a step back but also take some time to build up those other elements that we needed to really take advantage of those series so i talk about the content that we do and sort of the participation programs that we do we now have those embedded in, in in everything so as this as this series finished we have a, a, a content team here that are taking full advantage of that are driving forward so that the new eyeballs that we've got on the sport are able to, to to sort of develop we've got first pitch which is our sort of primary school participation program is now in its third year we had a fest, festival in hopkins field near near stratford on the during the week before before the series so we're able to again build that up we we're able to 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 get as people came through in trafalgar square we we're able to get them to follow our social channels to sign up yeah. for our emails so we're able to we're in a much better place now to actually communicate with all of the fan the, the sort of people who are starting on that fandom journey rather than just having one pinnacle moment and going well that was great let's plan for it next year yeah. to actually figure out we need to be doing stuff all year round um, yes. and, and, and have that um, and so we've got that we're now in a much better position we certainly don't have it all completely sorted but we're in a much better <laughs> position now and, and sort of as we go forward so for, for next year we'll have a bigger a bigger database of fans that we're, we're, we're regularly talking to on email we'll have a bigger set of social media followers and that just keeps growing as we're, as we're building out through these events So the, the Monday after the Cubs-Cardinals games did y'all get a day off or was it immediately right back on it we've got to hit this now? Um, 
it would have been lovely to have a day off, but no, we were, we were sort of sorting stuff out. I mean, for example, our content team were deep in kind of highlights and clips, trying to, trying to do that. We were, um, yeah, we were posting about next year. So what we wanted, everyone came away from the weekend massively excited about baseball, both the existing fan community and the new people getting into the sport. So actually what we wanted to get the message out is the rest of the season still to come. We're halfway through, get, get involved, get watching. The Mets and the Phillies are coming across next year. That's just going to be an incredible game. They're two uh, brilliant teams who, who should, again, a really deep rivalry yeah. on that yeah. one. Um, so that one's going to be really good fun. So sign up now. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. Make sure make sure you, you experience this next year. Good cheese steaks too for the Phillies. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> we will have some good we'll have some good food partnerships with uh, with the Phillies in, in particular. So um, yeah, it's it was very much just sort of uh, take a take a quick deep breath and then and then make sure that we're building on what we've just achieved so i want to talk about where you're going next but before we get there i want to kind of get to how you got here you said everybody here has a has a story to how they got into baseball what's what's yours so i um i worked at arsenal football club yeah. for 11 years my background is really around digital platforms and and content and creating platforms sort of fan engagement platforms mm. when I was first sort of approached about this role the thought was we did have these big events and uh, using kind of that expertise to start to build out this fan engagement platform was was sort of a challenge that that, that I was given for me personally it was a sort of interesting move because you're you're going to something which uh, has a lot less eyeballs in this country yeah but is massive over in in the states and a real challenge to try and build that up but also it's a sort of broader role that encompasses not just the content but the events the participation all of those elements trying to trying to build those together to make sure we've, we're in a we're sort of taking advantage of everything within those those different areas did you know okay this is what we're going to do and i'm going to stick to this plan and have you start to that plan or I, I guess on, on day one did you look at it and go whoa this is this is not what i expected from uh, well, this book. Uh, I mean, it was interesting sort of, I was applying for the job uh, or sort of in conversations with a job when the 2019 series was on and I distinctly remember sitting there in the stands watching it going, these guys have done an absolutely amazing job. I'm not quite sure I can kind of follow this. Um, So that's a nice challenge to have. Um, I think I had sort of, uh, I had a good idea around how we can work out some of those uh, some of those platforms but a lot of it has been around learning and to be honest it's all about having a fantastic team here so we've got a really good it's a relatively small team but mm-hmm. it's a, a group of people who are incredibly passionate about what they're doing and really it's about just making sure the best ideas that everyone has get fulfilled and we actually we actually build on that so um, certainly what we've achieved over the last sort of uh, yeah, three and a bit, bit years is all down to the people in the other room here as opposed to, to sort of any sort of grand plan that I came in with. <laughs> You're not supposed to admit that. It's, well, it's all down to you. <laughs> <laughs> what is next and how do you build on this momentum? You've had a very successful event. You've got these eyes on you. How do you keep them on you? How do you get more? So I think we're in a good position knowing that we are coming back next year, mm. having such a good lineup next year as well as I say the Mets and the Phillies I think is 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 going to be really exciting I I think it isn't about any kind of one silver bullet that just sort of suddenly unlocks this massive fan base it's about carrying on doing what we want to do across each of those areas as well as we can and continually also having a bit of an open mind around what works and what doesn't especially for example in the digital space and actually sports moving is moving pretty fast and the sort of how you create fan engagement is moving pretty fast so not having anything that's particularly sort of being open-minded to Mm -hmm. 
make some changes to, to do what's what's sort of required to build that fan base, especially with sort of younger fans sort of being, uh, having your eyes open to what content's working, what's not working is, is kind of crucial. I think the air conditioning's just come on, so the building itself's throwing me out now, so <laughs> let, let's go just finish up there with one final question, have you ever hit a home run? I've not, I'm really bad at baseball, um, <laughs> I, I came to it far too late. That was Ben Ladkin, MD of MLB Europe. For more interviews, news and analysis, pick up the Evening Standard newspaper or go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to Be a CEO is back on Monday morning. We'd love to see you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.